When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Space The final frontier These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise Its continuing mission To explore strange new worlds To seek out new life and new civilizations To boldly go where no one has gone before Time yet again for that show you love to hear. The Treks in to the come City. Back. Ooh. Uh It's a show. Oh, it's a show you guys love. Okay, it's I can't I can't talk. It, you you can. Can you no, hear no. yourself? Can you hear me? I sure can. Um Veronica Sario is here with me. Hey, Veronica. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Alice is with me. I'm out of here. Oh, she left. She rapidly. <laughs> I forgot to look up his credits before I introduce him. But I will say behind him, there's a wonderful terracotta wall that I am obsessing. There's a wonderful with. terracotta wall behind him. Give it up for, for- Jared Goldstein. Hi. <laughs> Wait, this one is. This Hi, one Jared. is. Hi. Oh. <laughs> Veronica, you also have a beautiful background, so I was admiring that. So, so to receive a, a compliment on my background from such a beautiful background, it's. I mean, it's. It just hits harder. To receive you know? a, ba- a compliment from such a beautiful background. On my background, it's um, such a beautiful background. Consider the source, you know. High yeah. praise, high praise. Thank consider. you. Alice, what is? Walk us through your it. background. I, it seems walk like you through. sort of missed. Yeah, it's a it's a minimalist. Swing and a miss. Uh, wait, I want to talk about the upper corners. This. The compost. The composage. The composage. There's a cord. There's a cord in the corner because oh. um, I oh, stupidly. I stupidly was like, I'm going to put a light there so that I can have some like backlighting. But then my camera that I use is usually like. Right. You can see it. So it's pointless. I should have not put it there. But, you know, I did. What Um, about those two inches? The two inches move. Like this there that fixed it. (laughs) You're right. Okay. Um, I know him from the L.A. comedy scenes that I see. And the first time I saw you, I think was on maybe Heather Jewett's show. I don't remember. But the first, but I was like, who's this kid? He's got the chops. Ah! Um, Such a great stand up comedian. Really good. And I'm I don't like most people. 
um, <laughs> as we all know. But and I was like, we're winding down the season. I haven't had him on the show, and Veronica also hasn't either because we both don't have somebody at the same time. You know what I mean? And have you guys met before, Veronica, Jared, Jared, Veronica? No, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I think we were both just to not fuck up if if we had. We <laughs> it is LA, like, so uh, no. <laughs> yeah, it is LA. You might. Yeah, we have not. Step in it. No. Um, um, I'm kind of surprised. I'm kind of surprised we haven't. I don't know. I think I feel. Yeah, you feel. I like think I feel like a, like a like a like a we've seen the energy I don't yeah know. you also have the highlights that i that i fantasize about getting but never will yeah, so you are living my dream um thank you you could get those you know here's the thing i went what do you so mean? far as to now's the time um buy and reach for them um the yeah they're right here ceiling, by the way you bought home and hair it's actually not it's, it's actually do, it's like the, the cheapest synthetic kind and look, it's almost the exact shade. Oh, wow. Your hair looks it so literally good. literally is my... Here, let me kind of give you a little... We could be twins. You wear an eye mask as well? Like up here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As, for sleeping? So I, if I make you one, you'll wear it. Oh, yeah. I rotate through them and I just like... Okay, I'm going to make you some because I make... I made... I, I'm, I need to make some sewing projects and I need to do things for other people than myself because I need to practice. Jared, would you like me to sew you anything? I would love one. Just an eye mask? I have a collection. How about a mask mask? Oh, a mask mask? Yeah, I can do that too. A mask for masks. Um, <laughs> I have a collection. This quarantine, I, I, I suddenly amassed a collection of slippers. Yeah. And I'm, eye masks. So that is the new bitch I am. <laughs> I've just bought, broke down and broke down. And I bought Crocs. What kind? Oh, cute. They're white. Oh, that's very cool. Very uh, okay. So I bought the orchid ones from the 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 regular classic platform. I'm gonna look them up for you because I'm embarrassed that I bought these. Um, but because I actually obsessed over them for so long, they're obsession worthy. Do you guys think I should uh, buy this swimming suit? Jesus Christ, gross! <laughs> yeah, definitely. It has okay. uh, hair. It has a hair. It has man hair. A man. Uh, torso printed on it. Okay, here they are. No. I'm just looking for a nice way to prank my husband. Uh, I want to put something in the drawers that when he opens it, Honestly, he's babe, like, you could probably spooked. pull those off, to be honest. You would look good in those. I mean, this girl looks pretty hot and it's, it looks pretty gross. <laughs> That's great. I have a t shirt that is a muscle man, and Ooh. that feels like it's in the same sort of. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. From the same joke book. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a five-page joke book. It's a list. Yeah. It's a five mostly page pictures. List. <laughs> okay, these are the ones I bought. <gasps> Beautiful. So, that so... looks really good. <laughs> and they're a bit of a platform, and I'm going to put gibbets in them, obviously. Yeah. And have, you got, have you heard of hydro dipping? I think you'd like this, Veronica, too. Mm. So, um... Basically, you can like take, uh, let's see a good video. Uh, here we go. I used Crocs in 2005. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. You take this special paint and you put it on top of water. And then you like, okay, everybody has to have a weird gimmick about their tutorial videos. Like, I don't need your whole like life story. Basically, you put this paint on top of water. Oh, yes, I have seen that. 
It's so cool. You can also use this marbling paint and then you create, you know, whatever pattern on top of the water and then you dip your plastic shoe in them and then lift it out. And I I have seen it. Do you think uh, if I want to scare my husband when he opens the drawers, Jose, do you think I should put a a pile of roaches like this? Oh, that's a rough one, right? Oh my God, that's awful. Wow. Veronica, how, are you a prankster? Yeah, how far have you no, gone? No, but war? well, I suddenly thought yesterday, as I was like too busy, suddenly I was like, wait, can I just be pranking? And the answer was yes. So time. now, you okay. know, this is a new development into my I want, personality. Here's what I want you to try um, saran wrap. You have saran wrap? Yeah. Sorry. Um, and. Envelador de saran. Um, you put it over the toilet seat underneath. You put it over the toilet bowl underneath the toilet seat, and it's like so that it looks completely. That is evil. That is completely. evil. And then he sits down, and it's just like <laughs> that is evil. I am in shock. I'm already yeah. like upset for him. <laughs> My ex-husband. <laughs> So I got divorced and that was the biggest prank. Um, No, my ex-husband and I, we got divorced and he moved out. And when I moved back in, like I gave him a week to leave, move out of the house. And I moved back into my apartment and he had short sheeted the bed, which is a camp trick where you like put the sheets in the bed and then you fold them over. Like the top sheet is underneath the pillows, like it's the bottom sheet. And then you fold it over basically so that you try to get into bed and it's short. <laughs> like it's just not enough room in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fucking. That's no. so That's funny. That's how I knew we were going to be friends. Right. Oh, man. Um, when I that was a funny. kid, I've seen, I've never um, had a loving partner to prank, <laughs> but when I was a child, my very, like one of my first acting jobs ever was on a kid's prank show called Gagsters. <laughs> and there's clips all over the internet, uh, of me at 13 years old, um, that if I, I could share if that was yeah, something we wanted. I'm going to look up uh, I mean, if you look up Gagsters prank show. On You're YouTube, on like Google or YouTube, okay. like it'll, it'll pop up. Okay. Videos and, and you, and I have okay. short hair in it. YouTube, um, gagsters. This is what I'm going to do. That's probably better to start off with that because it's like less, um, the roaches looked insanely real. It's quite upsetting to still open a drawer and see that. Yeah. But the spider, it's going to be like, it needs to be clearer that it's not real quicker. I think. Right, so that it, there's no permanent trauma. I put a link in the chat. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. So are you sharing you sharing screen? Alice, are you able to? Yeah. Screen? Okay. Well, I have to screen it first. Kidding. All right, here we go. All right. There's, God, there's so many of them. And they kind of have a Star Trek vibes. I love this. Okay, here we go. Special gangster pizza. You ever- is that you? That is me. Can you just hold this for a sec? I just need to check the address for where I'm delivering this. Thanks. Wait, it's kind of confusing. Don't overthink it. Does the pizza fly out? (laughs) (laughs) 
Can you run away? So the pizza flies out. Is that? Yeah, that's the prank. And that's you? Yeah. The dog is so cool. Oh, Jared, he's like, fuck this. Jared, you keep saying, what do you, what did you do over and over <laughs> and over again? And it's so rehearsed and amazing and yeah. childy. What did you do? Yeah. What did you do? You almost remind me of the um, woman actor in this episode who plays the like shitty failed Marie Curie. Yes, they have such a funny way of speaking on this show. Well, I think it's called bad acting. Yeah, I think I would have uh, I would have really booked given the opportunity. <laughs> you would have fucking booked. Wait, I need to um, know how, they, how did you end up being that cool kid who's like on TV? How do you end up fucking being people? the cool kid on TV? <laughs> how I, I should have said your credits are pranksters. Are pranksters. I messed up. Um, I, I was a singer. I was really good at singing when I was a kid. And how about um, now? Eh, not really. When my voice changed, it kind of it kind of went away. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. It was a big, big Ugh. bummer. Very sad. But then you Ugh. know we found our way to comedy. But yeah, right. Um, but it uh, started there when Titanic came out. That was really big in our house. So one Saturday morning, uh, my mom and I were listening to "My Heart Will Go On," and she was like, "I love the way that Celine can like shake her voice, meaning like vibrato." And I was like, oh, I can do that. And she was like, no, you can't. And I was like, yeah, listen. And I like sing My Heart Will Go On into my mother's ear. And she was like, oh, my son. We're then, making money from you. Yeah. And that's how we started. If you sing that, I would have done the same. I would have been like, oh, I'm making money off of you. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And you're talented. I mean, I'd be so proud. But I'll also be like, oh, my God. cartoonishly turned into dollar signs the doll, at that yeah. moment. Auga. Uh, I would have been both like equally proud and like ching my son is gonna be rich I think it's where we both were coming from (laughs) (laughs) you guys are on an interview show later on like so how did you both get into it we both wanted to get money from you (laughs) and that's kind of where it came from that's Um, pretty good a note from our sponsor did you have a kid and you're worried about money well try to see if they can sing and then market them to Hollywood. Even if they can't. (laughs) That's right. Even if they can't. Because for a long time during your child's pre-adolescence you're supposed to say the next thing. Um buy money. You'll (laughs) (laughs) you'll be able to just, they're cute enough that people will believe they can sing, even if they can't. And I did say sing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jared, I bet you could still sing. If you were a white woman, you would have the confidence to still sing. You know, I, that, that is a theory that probably is true. I certainly believe I can sing, no matter how many times my live-in loving partner says, it's pitchy. <laughs> I still try. I, I, still I try. bought a karaoke mic, a portable one. Oh. With which I just uh, drive people crazy on purpose. It's just amazing. You drive them crazy because you can't stop singing. Um, yeah. What are you supposed to do? Not use fearless it all the time. I had a, a one of those like um, hello. What? J- that yeah. Hello to what you're saying. <clears throat> it's a normal thing to. I'm just speaking English. Right. Yes. <laughs> 
Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up, and listening through your app. There's, anyway, well, let's get to the episode because I want to play the cold open. And uh, there's a lot of like women in leadership in this role. By the way, the, I was Instagram chatting with Jared and I was like, you know, we want to have you on. And have you seen Star Trek? He was like, I'm a noob. Fine. Um, and then I assigned him this episode in my head that was the next episode, which I felt was way better for a new person. And then we came around to it and it's. This episode, which is kind of a nightmare for a person who's never seen Star Trek before. And it's almost a nightmare. It's a nightmare for everybody. It's a nightmare for people who have seen it. So this is not the episode that you really had in mind. No, no, it's not. Interesting, because I'm watching it. I'm kind of going like, I, I think why would, she. Why would she do Yeah, this? I couldn't kind of put it together. Yeah. Wait, no. which one did you watch? Thine Own Cell. Yes, <laughs> okay. watched Thine Own Self. Originally, I watched um, Masks. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I haven't watched it yet. Masks I mean, I watched it. Better. It's so, it's like, ugh. Anyway, whatever. How come so, you never like the ones that I like? I don't understand. I don't know. That's what makes us interesting. I like. It's true. That's true. I might have head lice. <laughs> so okay. Um, do you? So did you watch it? I know self. Have you ever watched Star Trek before? Not one single frame. Not a frame, honey. <laughs> not a frame. Like, not I would a pixel. see it as a kid, and I. Ugh. Change the channel. I'm like, no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, quickly. I don't want to Tell me, tell me about that, that reaction. Where in your body did it clench? Like my whole body, like, like from the gut out, it would radiate. Like I would see like the spaceship. Cause uh-huh. here's what, it would always come on at like 5.30. So it was like, I would come up from school and I would watch TV for like, quote unquote, like an hour. But then I, I would always push it before like doing homework. So then when I saw a show like The Simpsons or like uh, Star Trek or like Dinosaurs come on, I knew like, oh, fuck, like it's getting late. I haven't started my homework and I, I need to do that. So I think that was like a part of the energy yeah. is like, shit. Like, it's pa- Pavlovian a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Achieving mm-hmm. at a young age. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> was there anything about the actual about the actual show that you're like, oh, like it happened to me with. Cheers, which is uh, a show that was older than my generation, but I also gr- didn't grow up in. Yeah, in, Veronica and I are both um, in our late teens. Well, I didn't grow up in in the states, so I got shows at a, at weird times because they had to dub them. Um, and so, but then that show seemed like the aesthetic seemed like that kind of old that I, I was like yeah. not into, but also it was like like brown. It's it was a brown, brown show. Yes. Me and Veronica have the same. Like certain shows from the seventies, we don't. I like don't like a lot of content from that era because it's a brown. Yeah, and like, it's like dark both, like, cherry wood. Aged, yeah, in a no way thanks. I'm just like, Meh. at the time, I was like, I don't need to be sad now. Like, I just don't need this. 
Um, so, you know, I don't know if maybe it was the Star Trek aesthetic or there's something particular about it that you're like, here's the thing too. I also fucking hate makeup. You hate makeup? Like, I think it's because for one Halloween, my dad was Frankenstein and he painted his whole face green and it was a very waxy, cheap paint. Mm -hmm. And by the end of the night, like you could just see all of like the crusty wet corners of like waxy face so he and didn't it made seal my it. stomach turn you were like you dad and so now whenever i see like uh like bloody halloween costumes or decorations and it has that kind of like waxy like, look. bloody halloween costumes isn't it? <laughs> yeah you're just allergic you're just allergic um, allergic to like tacky shit yeah kind of yeah truly um <laughs> so i uh yeah so I, that, so it is an aesthetic I, thing. oh it's 100 it like it makes my stomach that's what i figure because it's such a good reaction uh so when i saw mm. data for the first time i was like yes okay all right we're getting down to the bottom of it maybe your childhood trauma mm-hmm. and then this specifically this is so funny because you get the one episode you get the one episode where like they're dressed in these halloweeny costumes yeah. oh my god the costumes uh, this show is yeah. so what this show is it's like <laughs> also this episode was like the time COVID to episode. Tell, tell us about it so unpack jared's trauma <laughs> <laughs> Gay, why was it gay. the, we'll why start was there. It the COVID gay. episode? Okay, wait. So we start we start with you hitting play. Now you're gonna do this this Star okay, Trek I hit episode. Play and I go, this is gonna fucking kill me. I said it out loud. I was like, and I, and then I go, it's not an hour, right? And I pause to see how long it is. It's baby, it's an hour. I'm baby, like, it's a God, fall. 1991 hour. It. I'm like, this is gonna be awful. It was truly painstaking. I would like look at Twitter, come back, and I'd be like, okay, no, come back, just come back, just come back. And I would look at the screen for five seconds before I would, again, viscerally moan, groan, like, this is not. But then halfway through, what a good like, I invested. And then by the end, I, I um, actually, I really like Data. I think um, he's great. You know what the funny thing is? In the next episode that I meant for you to watch, there's even more makeup. So I'm honestly a little... Like, this is not, there is makeup in this episode, but it's, it's kind of light in terms of what Star Trek will subject you to. So maybe it's a little really? bit better than it could have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next episode, he has like lumpy makeup. Um, there's, a, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and there's a race of, of guys who's, they're called the Cardassians mm-hmm. and they have literally clumps. Wait, is that real? They're called the Cardassians? They're like, called Cardassians. And I was so excited to, to discuss that with you, but like, it's not in this episode. Yeah. Well, I'm not a Kardashian. Uh, they are. Well, they have clumps, 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 clumps. They're just like waxy I know. clumps. Oh. But are, you are from Los Angeles, right? Wait, wait, but I want to no, talk I'm about this. Island. Where, where, uh, when did it switch for you? Like Whatever, halfway through the episode? When was the episode? When in the episode okay. where you're like, because I'm upset. I'm like, I mean, not, not upset. The opposite. Excited about this. Um, Excited. This switch. Trajectory. Yeah. Because I can understand like the visceral of it uh, can be enough for me to be like, I'm out. I'm out. Uh, yeah. So when did it, did they catch you? So it started to switch when uh, like the who woman came in. Um, I was like, oh, man. 
I oh, love oh. the Who woman. <laughs> it also started to switch too because I started to like realize that it was like this is shot in LA and this is like LA television in like the late 80s. And I started to wonder like, ooh, like I wonder, are they at CBS Radford or something? Right. Like that's why I, I was sort to of looking for for like clues on on what it was. And then um, the villain of the episode is the maintenance guy from Friends, Mr. Yes. Trigger. So I was like, okay. oh, Hollywood, okay. It's super and then I'm Hollywood. Like, yeah, I'm like watching this guy like just act dick off, like looking at this like metal, piece of metal. And I'm just like, wow. You know, you got to give it up to them because it's like, I'm sure you both had these experiences. Like you get like, okay, like I, <laughs> I'm an actor. I've been an actor for a while, but I don't like, I'm not like super connected to it and I'm very easily embarrassed and I have tried to like audition for dramas that are like intense and I usually get laughed at. Me too. Yeah. But don't you like do dramas? Yeah. But early on when I was auditioning for dramas, I do a thing and they'd be like, that's funny that you did that choice. And I'm like, oh, it's because they see me as a comedian, I think. Or it's just I'm so bad at this that they are like think that I'm doing it bad on purpose. But when when I was 12 years old, I auditioned to play uh, like a drug dealer in a middle school. And it was for a play. A drug dealer in a middle school. Drug dealer in a middle school. I was 12 years old. And um, Degrassi wire. I had to curse. And it was that would be my first time ever cursing like for a job. And I'm in the audition. It's me and this casting director. And I'm reading the lines and the lines are like, give me my fucking money, you ugly bitch. Um, And she broke out in laughter in my face in the middle of a very dramatic scene. And then she like had to like pull it together as hard as she could. And she was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please, oh my God. please continue. Please continue. And just kept laughing at me. And I was like, oh my God. And more recently, um, I, I would have probably <sighs> laughed just the same. I can't blame her. I don't know what you did there. I don't, how the, old in that you? audition scene. I was 12. Oh my God. Being laughed at. Age ever. I would have been like. To be tough. Maybe endeared. It's what probably my laughter. It's less like mocking a kid and more like, oh my God, look at this baby just being like, yeah, my so fucking adorable. thing. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you're like, um, I do, I feel, you know, it's weird. I feel like bashful or like disconnected from characters that are too outside of me, but I especially feel disconnected from like, cool girls or like a little bit mean girls. Those like characters make me feel like you would feel with drama, I guess. Mm. Well, for me, it's really sci-fi. Oh, really? I can't do it. Like I tried. The like, stakes are always so high. Yeah. And also yeah. the words are just so fucking goofy. Like right. father, can I just call you dad? Like yeah. father. Yeah. These lines are hard. Like I imagine saying these Star Trek lines and sometimes I'm like, oh. how did they figure oh. to do these auditions? Yeah. So hard. My, so hard. That's when you know, like, oh, my God. OK, they did something here. It was my boyfriend's. That's uh, cool. My boyfriend's sister refers to him like she says this to him. Brother. She'll be like, how are you, brother? And it's like and uh, I can't believe like that was a really big hurdle for me. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's it really like for me it too. falls out of my mouth like lead. It's like <laughs> like so much of the, yes, the language. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so dramatic. Basically, like after my very first general, which was so exciting, I was like, oh, wow, like 
comedy. I'm getting a general, like, this is going to be something great. They're like, we'd love to bring you in for something. I was like, perfect. This is so exciting. And then like, maybe like the next day they're like, we have an audition for you. And I'm like, oh my God, it's all happening. It was for a sci-fi drama. And I'm supposed to be like, like shivering in the future. (laughs) And I'm like asking for like, for like, for like money from the wolves or something. And it was so... I, to- I told my I told my manager I was like I don't know if I can do this but I will try and they're always so supportive they're always like no like you got this like you can yeah. do it it's gonna yeah. be great I make the tape I send it back and they were like we we, not, we don't have to do this anymore no more of these and I'm like thank you I mean oh I appreciate the God, honesty because no. it's like I just can't do it like if you I if you need someone to be like a, a lieutenant a general like someone who's taking something so seriously yeah. it's like go elsewhere. So you're like yeah. the opposite, the opposite end of the spectrum from Daniel Day-Lewis or. Um... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. OK, I see. Yeah. I wish I had that. Like, I wish when is I he had gonna a little more of though. Like, is he going to get canceled? See, people are just like cancel culture. And I'm like, I want cancel culture in my veins. Like, I want it all day long, all the time. All <laughs> I want to do. People like men are like, oh, my God, like all we do is talk about mistakes people have made. And I'm like, yeah, it's what I live for, like going over people's <laughs> mistakes and fucking shaming them for it. It's so great. Like, why is anybody upset about this? So, uh, Veronica, you're going to say something? I well, I was going to I was going to talk about um, about how, the fact that they the way they pitched this episode of Star Trek was Frankenstein. OK, well, it's you? over for me. Yeah. OK, sorry. Well, no, I. OK. They, <laughs> Skylar, cut that out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't get her. <laughs> they wanted they wanted to explore like this is season seven. Every season has like twenty four six episodes, so they are already at the end. You know, end of the the entire run. Uh, and they, I think that this last is what about exploring things they haven't. And one of them that they wanted to explore was Data as Frankenstein. So like Data accidentally hurting, or you know being rough or this like monster to this population that, that's like ignorant of what yeah. this monster is. So it's funny that it's Frankenstein. Cause that's like where yeah. your makeup trauma comes from. Isn't that crazy? I mean, that's, I'm like, I'm so, I'm that's, but also like, isn't that how everything always goes? You know, we're always is just, it odd all, or is we're it just God? so, yeah, there you go. There you go. I love you know that. Is it odd or is it God? It's, it's, uh, and it's like, they did this episode and they like, they really handled it. Poorly. Like the, the, the writer, the writer who did, worked on the episode basically was like, I was not having fun. And I think it shows, you know, it's just like, <laughs> so intense. Um, You're going to have to pack your knives and go. <laughs> I'm just a little upset that it was like, so I'm obsessed with Troy as a character, but I'm also obsessed during this entire sh- run of the show. I've been obsessed with how underutilized and how much they could have done with that character. So she's a gorgeous counselor who has telepathy and she just is like, yeah. So Troy, the character amazing. that you're seeing with the long curly brown hair that is in the B plot is like uh, an empath. So she's able to sense people's she's emotions. The therapist and she's an empath. And so oftentimes she's excluded from storylines because she could easily just tell when people are lying. So she's just like not there. It's annoying. And also she's the one I would identify with because she has an accent and yeah. she's this like brunette woman. But also it's because uh, she's usually the one pointing at the importance of mental health. And this show is like 30 years old. So they're pretty advanced <laughs> in, in a few of the ideas that they right. were exploring a uh, long time ago. And so I'm consistently upset that the writer's room was probably 
bunch of dudes and underutilizing this this female yeah, character. Yeah, you can tell it was a, a totally. women's, women's empowerment written by men is when like yeah, the woman it is. tries to be a captain and she's like, I don't want to make somebody die. Uh, which, of course, which she, I wouldn't be like that. I'd be like, I'll send you to death, bitch. Yeah. Like, this is your I job. I sent two people to death, one for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one just to try it. Period. Boom. Yeah, I would say that this episode is about how women don't understand science or how to fly a plane unless a man with plugs explains it to them. <laughs> Hello. It's totally true. Uh, or she's seven. So it's uh, like, I just said <laughs> yeah. that. And living in a primitive was, culture. She finally decides to be a commander because it was a struggle historically for this show specifically because Troy was in a not uniform for most of this show. And it made no sense because she was yeah. also a commander, a commanding officer. So eventually, finally, an admiral came and visited in season five. And ever since she's been wearing a uniform, finally. Uh, so I'm like, I'm invested in her trajectory in Starfleet, but also as from a writer's and Hollywood perspective in the treatment of women. And so this is the episode where she finally is like, I want to stretch a little. I want to become a captain. And the way it's written and the way it plays out and the fact that it's a B storyline is it, it's so like. Like, yeah, I just really wanted gross. to be a real good, juicy storyline where she actually has to defeat some actual danger or something. So, yeah. um, so this is the scene. Also, that makeup is perfect. Like, I just want to see more of she it. She looks beautiful. Her I hair know. is like, ah. Uh. I just want to see her more and more. So this is the scene where she tries to have a conversation with her. That friend. is her ex. <laughs> ex that is her ex. The sets are so chic. They are. Is that supposed to be a question? Because if you were asking me if I liked what you were playing, then the answer is yes. You know, this is a much better way of communicating for you. It's far less confusing than the way you normally speak. I knew I could count on my anxiety. <laughs> That's Up until this point, Jared, did you think he, did, he communicated any other way? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. That might be just the way he talks. It might be trombone. Well, her yeah. accent is so gorgeous, and I don't know where it's from. She came up with it for this yeah. character. She made it up? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it sounds Russian, but. Well, yeah. she, she's British, and, but she doesn't sound like her regular self, and right. she, she made it up for this character specifically. Yeah. Isn't that My cool? Like, yeah. I'm glad she's, to be she's dope. Look how ignorant I'm not. Or just general <laughs> not from anywhere. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to ask your opinion about something. I've been thinking about taking the bridge officer's test and becoming a full commander. I brought this up. A lot of things. Working on the personnel review last month, talking to Beverly about her experiences. Beverly. Going to my class reunion. Ah, the class reunion. You saw a few old friends who had already taken the test. All right, I admit. He's already belittling her. But I can honestly say that I've been thinking about this off and on for the past two years. Why the past two years? Do you remember when the Enterprise hit that quantum filament and I was in command on the bridge? I do. Well, when that happened... The one time it happened? Okay, yes. But then when it was over, I realized that a part of me missed it. Not the actual disaster, but the experience of being in command. I felt like I was exploring a whole new side of myself. Not that I want to give up counseling by any means, but I really would like to stretch myself a little. Mm. Mm. 
If you take the bridge officer's test, you'll have my complete support. But as first officer, I'll be the one judging your performance, and you should know I am a pretty tough judge. And I'm a pretty good student. We'll start tomorrow morning. 0800 hours. Well, that's quick. Remarkable set of okay, teeth. Okay, then there's Breath this lady. Like Nothing at all. Smell any smell, actually. I love this woman the you most. You can close your mouth. Let's see. Hardly Crazy that Data's makeup is all rough. highlighter. It's so bad. It's all highlighter. Oh, his face. Skin feels <laughs> the lightning funny. bolts on their heads are like... But no headaches, palpitations, sluggishness, indigestion? No. But I cannot have indigestion since I have not eaten. Ah, malnutrition. You should try to eat something that will build your strength and return your vitality. Lots it's an of android. Meat, butter, cheese. That should be a start. Meat, butter, what about cheese. His eyes and his skin. They're so odd. Quite so. I fucking love Quite this. Quite so, I'm sure my grandmother would have called our friend here a demon or a spirit or some sort of monster. But current scientific methodology allows us to dismiss such ridiculous superstitions and concentrate on scientific reality. This. Then what do you believe I am? She knew the assignment. You are an ice man. <laughs> I love this. I love that she's like, all the madness, you're not a demon. You are a, an ice man. <laughs> So oh, I'm going to just rewind and replay that because it's really amazing. Such ridiculous superstitions and concentrate on scientific reality. Then what do you believe I am? You are an ice man. <laughs> yes, you probably come from a race of people who lived in the snow. It's the best. She's just like, oh, you're an ice man. Um, Her forehead looks like when I dye my own hair. <laughs> it looks like Giuliani on a at a press conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So she is like one of the worst actors I've ever seen on this show, and I love her so much. There's nothing better than a terrible actor. And the other thing that this show gives us this episode is like some of the best like background act, uh, like uh, what do you call it? background actors like doing their chitter chatter. There's like a couple scenes where you can hear background actors like making stuff up. And it's <laughs> brilliant. It's one of my favorite things. Um, have you ever been a background actor? I have. Yeah. Have you not? Okay, yeah. 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 We're okay. all glorified background actors. <laughs> yeah. But it's just funny. It's funny to be like, yeah. And then you see like, they're both talking at the same time. Both people are moving their mouth at the same time. Have you ever been a background actor with somebody who like takes that mouthing thing too seriously? I have it. Yeah. I did one time and it was pretty bad. Like the lady I was mouthing with was like, every time I mouthed anything, she'd be like, like really trying to figure out what I was saying. Like, uh, <laughs> like I can't understand. Ooh, my first job ever. Um, it was a sketch on Conan O'Brien, like the late show. And I came, uh, it was like a back to school thing. And it was like, if you really want to impress your teacher, don't get her an apple, get her this. And then I come out with like a six foot like sub. And I give it to this woman who's playing my teacher and she had a journal out. She was like writing, like pretending to write notes oh like God. that was her thing in the journal. Oh. It's actually writing like the darkest shit. And I remember reading it and being like, I'm 11. Like, I shouldn't <laughs> see that. <laughs> what was she writing? What was she Honestly, reading? I can't really even remember. Oh, I just remember the feeling of being like, that is so specific, weird, uncomfortable, bad, not good and wrong. 
Oh, you were on Conan when you were 11. Oh my God, that's it's huge. It's so weird that like, You should put that in your credits though. Did I? <laughs> yeah. The like extras. Conan, you've seen him on Conan because yeah, have. Because he was 11 <laughs> when he was 11. Yeah, because they have seen you on Conan. You that's have. true. You may have caught him in, on Conan. I feel like Brandon Wardell would put it on his credits. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you friends with Brandon? I am. Yes. Oh, I we work- all are. All right, fine. No shit talking about Brandon. No, we have to now shit talk about Brandon. But he was like 19 when he started comedy. And so we would all treat him like like a garbage teen. And um, he stayed at my house for a while when we were like in New York. and. Um, my ex-husband would like make fun of him because he would accidentally like wear- he was he was always in his underwear like in our house because he was literally a teenager and we were like put clothes on like he was and one time he, you, it, you could like see in his underwear and he's like Brandon I can see your balls <laughs> it's really funny um so uh yeah so this we lady got many petties together uh you did yeah I can see it um, let's see. There's a scene. Oh, I wrote down and okay, here's where I wrote down my class. I feel like all the of all the experiences with all the comedians, I guess getting Manny Petties with someone is like pretty up up there. Most experiences with comedians, it's like they're okay. Uh I would agree. This uh plot of this episode though, the like A plot <laughs> sorry to interrupt your Brandon Wardell story, but <laughs> A plot of this episode is that I'm like done. You're done. Yeah, it's over. Um, there's like the the reason that Data is on this planet is because he's like picking up a r- radioactive pieces of like a probe that landed on the planet and they're like cleaning it up because they don't want the people to get poisoned by it. And then he like something happens to him and he just he just malfunctions and it's end up in this little village. And in you would know this, uh, Jared, but there's this thing called the Prime Directive in Star Trek, which is a um, mandate that, like, everybody who's in the Federation has these, like, codes that they follow where they're not allowed to, like, let any society know that they ex- that they exist and that they have space travel capability if that society hasn't been able to have a certain level of space exploration themselves. So like if a if the, like the, for instance these people who that are like for some reason like pre-Raphaelite like mm-hmm. 19th century I don't know 17th century humans like living on this planet, they don't they're not allowed to be like, "Hi, we're from space." Cuz <laughs> the idea would be they would make those people's uh natural evolution change if they just found out about space travel too soon. You know, if the future people just came to your planet and were like, what's up? Uh, so that's why Data is like not supposed to be walking around <laughs> among them and like doing robot shit. <laughs> and it's like a huge plot point of many, 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 many episodes. And then this is another episode in which they just like don't do anything about it. Like people have died on this show before because of the Prime Directive, like because they like were trying to not. They've like killed off like characters because if they didn't that then the whole society would learn about the future. And in this episode, they just all are like, there's just a robot. And then they just leave. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess they just know about robots now. It's I know he's an android, not a robot, but 
<laughs> I know. Twenty twenty one. I just want to say that while Alice, while you were beautifully explaining that backstory, um, I was posing and looking at myself, and then I looked down at Veronica, and she also appeared to be in a stunning, gorgeous pose, looking at herself. <laughs> and I thought that I had was turned my screen off because I was looking at another thing, perfect. so I didn't see any of this, and I would have been super distracted. This was, this, this was Veronica. Yeah, Veronica was yeah, doing. Just like... And then this was me, and I was like. I can't. Here, let me turn on my Snapchat. Just like um, <laughs> Veronica. Ooh. Yes. What's up now, cuties? What's she up had now? to win, right? Oh. Choose video filter. Oh. <laughs> this is my impression of Jared. He's like, I'm an actor in Hollywood. <laughs> Yay. I can really only relate to this show based on my experiences working in the industry. Did you know that I was on Conan? I was 11. We did it. You're young. All right. In my late fucking 40s. Um, not really. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys should download Snap Camera. It's a great this time. This is amazing. Oh, my God. Wait, how did you both? We both been fucking around. We both tired of each other. Jerry, I can do that. A tiny little you can do that one? <laughs> how do you do the baby one? It's in Snap Camera. Do you have Snap Camera? You have to have Snap Camera. I don't know. What, what am I using? I, I don't know. <gasps> oh, my God. Whoa. That's incredible. That. Yeah, it's, a, it's the, like, Disney-ified cartoon one. Oh, this is so Oh, gross. this looks like the Venezuelan um, arepa, though. Package. I, I understood what I said. And someone out there did, too. There you are. What would I pay to stay here beside you? I have studio effects. Oh, this is so terrifying seeing yourself like this. And one of my favorite things about oh, this wow. is it's a full, <laughs> fully visual joke. So podcast medium, perfect. Uh, okay, let me go to this other scene. Oh, this is like me as a guy. Oh, Major. my God. Whoa. Wait, this is like very impressive. Major. You're hot. So, it's like a fucking. <laughs> it's so impressive. Like, is this your first quarantine date, dude? It's actually not. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I was supposed to go on a, quarant- on a FaceTime date last night, and the guy, uh, like, 20 minutes before, told me that he didn't want to. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking hate it. Is I that, hate that they did that to you. Is that kind of a relief, though, because you're a little bit like, I didn't really want to do this. Is that, like, a kind of a nice move? Well, it, it actually sort of was because I... Because I shouldn't have... Um, asked him for thursday i should have asked him for saturday right but I, it just like i didn't think in the moment so the fact that he canceled it was a relief just in that way but then also the way they did it was like pretty like blunt and kind of hurt my feelings mm. and he's very hot so like mm. it's kind of hard to kind of just like turn that off even though i know that i'm like it doesn't matter i'm my some part of like some little boy in me is still like a hot guy don't me oh yeah 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 well you know he's yeah. stupid I though, I, I hate that for you mm. I heard he was kind of dumb. What is it? Snap camera? Mm-hmm. Go, go get it. Now's the time. Um, so <laughs> there, I, I pulled some of their clips because I wanted to talk about the, um, the lady some more who's a bad actor. But um, she also... So I was getting to the plot point where like, they figured out that like, <laughs> when, they, when they get Data like, in his clothes 
and they're like, okay, well, we're going to adopt you because you seem to be wandering around the desert. Okay, and one you don't second. don't know what you're doing. They I have some fun info. Okay, but I'm preambling this scene. <laughs> um, they're like, <laughs> they're like, okay, but do you have anything to sell? Which is <laughs> so crazy to be like, hey, you need help. Let's help you out. What can you sell? So they just like take his stuff and they sell them to this. The Was that the guy from Friends? Yeah. The, um, maintenance man from Friends. And it's radioactive material. <laughs> so uh, people are just like, great, I love these rocks. And they all start wearing them. Um, and then they're trying to figure out why people are getting sick. And the lady, oh, I forgot to share my screen. And the lady is doing her very best to be a doctor. That will bring his fluidic temperature down and allow this to pass. I understand. She has like a binky. <laughs> With an increased focal length and an achromatic objective lens, this instrument will have a higher effective magnification. Oh, I love her so much. I will come back tomorrow zero and check on you. Thank you. Garvin, with your permission, I would like to begin my own investigation regarding the cause of your illness. So the other thing about this planet is that like everybody's name is like Garvin and Jaden. It's so strange. Jaden makes me laugh so hard. They're so like funny. You want like a '90s boy's name, American? Yeah. It's like, like I a, know. I mean, that we're a society 2000. that is in the 1700s, but also our names are like mid 2000s. But this this is also like it's this is the 2400s at this point. This Do is you know? like Bridgerton. So, um, um, no, I mean, we are in the future in this place. No, I know. But then there's like the mixture of past and and mid aughts. Um, so I wanted to say a few. Fun yeah, say facts your fun facts. This. OK. Um, so first, this is the last time we're going to see Will Riker play a trombone. <laughs> it's a great fact. It's the great fact for me. It's this is a fourth time that Riker goes undercover into an alien world, but this is the first time that nothing happens that's terrible for him. Uh, then this is the last time that Counselor Troy's maroon jumpsuit is featured. And this is it. the first time out of three that Data's face is destroyed. And then I wanted to mention that um, when, when the creators decided actually Troy's storyline was a B plot because they needed to they already had this like A plot ready and they wanted to figure out what a B plot would be and they didn't want to have everyone in the spaceship just looking for data mm -hmm. so one of the creators remember that when when Troy was a commander for a moment uh, it, like in the in the bridge they were like oh she had a taste of blood like of course this would be interesting to take her so they were actually like trying to make her character grow and the so, I guess there was fan backlash too when they promoted Troy over Data and Jordy. They were like, oh, really? "Well, why would she get promoted first? Because Data, Data and Jordy are like further along or something." And the writers were like, "Yeah, but it's more interesting as a plotline because she has more obstacles to being a commander." <laughs> Which is sort of gross and sexist. The showrunner said, I enjoyed the episode. A couple of the performances of the townsfolk were a little groggy for my taste, but Data as Frankenstein. A little. What I need idea. I thought, I thought all in all, it was a very nice job. In fact, I thought it was probably one of the best ones of this season. Um, and then, I don't know about that. Where did they get? It's like they, <laughs> casting must have been so wild in these days. 
Um, so speaking of the shitty performances by the back, um, the guest stars, this was my favorite line of hers. Was constructed of a material He's which absorbs or blocks the particles coming from the metal. It's a trick. No, it is empirical data. I believe the fragments were originally placed in this container to protect people from accidental exposure. The word radioactive may be a warning about the dangerous nature of the metal. All right. Let's say for the moment that you are right, that there are invisible particles coming from the metal. What should we do? <laughs> I will continue my experiment. You ever ask you ever ask that question like that? Yeah. What should we do? What should we do? Place them in this container. All right. But when I return, I want a more thorough explanation of all this. And I want to examine your data in detail. If you know what I mean. If you know what I mean, because data. Because that's your but I data. Jared. Jared. Jaded. 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 Jaden. 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 Why do you like data? What happened with you and data? What, what happened? What happened? Okay, so he has there. He has um I I noticed halfway through the episode he has nice legs. Okay. Um one. in those spandex. There. They look good. Okay. Um also I at first I was like, is that John Cusack? Um and Ooh. then I just started to wonder what else he's been in because I feel like he was doing a really good job at acting. And then I just started to think about his life and like, mm. okay, so he's been on this show for seven seasons. He's probably making so much money. He probably came off of some other big show to get onto this show. He's got to put all that makeup on every day. Every day. Every day, Paint baby. His lips. His lips have like spray paint. He's got the contacts in. It looks like a wig on top. It's like a very like yep. coarse looking wig. Because it lifts in part. Yeah. So I was just sort of like, I just became really sort of like fascinated with the man underneath the makeup. The I'm fascinated by this explanation. He, you know, he's taking the place of my dad. I'm examining <gasps> my trauma. I just want to know my dad. And there we go. And that's why we get back to how it is. <laughs> Unpacking Jared's trauma. <laughs> Part two. The trauma tracker. The trauma. We've got the trauma tracker. Uh, checking in. Uh, that is like a know, name. That's the same thing I displayed. Um, um, I'm going to need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow. This is my shock dog so radio. So if you could be here around. Background music <laughs> that I have it all the time. Um, that one kind of failed, though. So uh, the other scene that I pulled is. Um, did I pull a scene? Oh, I wanted to pull a scene with the background actors doing their like extra yelling thing. Let's see if I can find that because God, I fucking love when they're like, yeah, you get out of here. All right. I think it's right here. Um, we'll just listen to the sound. What are you going to do with all this? I will use these so this materials is data to walking make the laboratory the equipment. I need to research your father's square. illness. Do you think you can help him? I do not know. First, I must isolate the cause of the illness. There he is. There comes it's his fault. None of us were sick before he came to the village. True. True. I don't want to totally unhealthy. I was fine. I was fine. I love you. So good. Oh, man. It's amazing. An extra. Uh, so is that fun. is uh, pretty much it. 
we've just like basically, you know, they're like, he's an ice man. That's just the way it is. He just is an ice man. And then you know what he is. His face gets ripped off and they're like, whoa, not a nice man, not a nice man. And the whole village is really pissed and they're all getting sick. And of course they blame it on him. Honestly, from the village's perspective, I'm like, yeah, it does make sense. This guy showed up. He's really weird. From like a, I can't, I, I can't help but watch all television through a COVID lens. Mm-hmm. I'll watch a cartoon and I'll see people gathered in a restaurant and I'm like, they need to be, no one's wearing, this, is, this isn't safe. Right. Um, so as soon as they started interacting with him, I just thought like, I haven't seen like my aunt in a year. Like imagine just a, an alien life form being like, yeah, get really close and let's breathe the same air. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Don't let him in. He's <laughs> yeah. super breathy. He loves to breathe. Um, and he also loves to like hide in corners, which is like this weird scene. That oh. was like, let's just definitely make this the most. Uh, fr- they're like pumping up the Frankenstein aspect of it. But it's also like. He's not scary to us, so. <laughs> Jaden. Jaden. Everyone's looking Dying. for you. That name, Scrum it says, just kills. You're some it's so out of place, Jaden. They have so much, like, Americanized, what I am. stupid-ass name. But I am not like you. That's great. I know. You're an Iceman. We talked about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. We talked about it. You're an Iceman. So. <laughs> Iceman makes me laugh so hard, it's too. Like, insane. It, it's insane. It's so not. ridiculous. Jaden, why are you wearing that hood? I do not wish to frighten you. I won't be afraid. Take it off. Please, I have to see. It's actually less scary than way less. I understand your reaction, but I do not wish to harm you. You or Garvin or anyone else. (laughs) Or Garvin or Jaden to find a cure for illness. I was very close. Okay, great. I must continue my work, but it will take time. It's very soothing. Their their odd way of speaking. It and is. like at first it's like it's like repulsive, but then after a while it kind of <laughs> becomes like like hypnotic. Yeah, that's kind of I'm how I describe this. my relationship with my boyfriend. <laughs> um, it just I'm excited for this observation because I find this show to be soothing to the point where I could like nap to it and oh, there's yeah. like background the, the the there's something about the pacing of like i wish i could like right now i've auditioned for a couple of like fantasy lines like uh characters that say fantasy style lines and i'm like i just wish i was more instinctively cool as an actor to be like we will do this that and that like i don't know they're just so that like, was pretty good yeah there's something it's there's a blankness <laughs> I, I, I think it. you're not dumb enough Oftentimes, that's the problem with those like high stakes, like um, sci-fi things, is that the people delivering those lines, like, there, it takes like a special actor to be like, the coolant core is not. It's just like you, yeah. you have to be like stupid or something. Like that's totally. my feeling with like Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt is that they're just kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why they're good at acting. One hundred percent, I agree with that. A hundred percent agree. Also, like Jose, uh, who works in fashion and with fashion models, he was like. You just need to be more like a model. Like when he takes photos of me, he's like, you just need to be like less smart. And I'm like, what do you mean? 
Yeah, it's and like he's like no. I don't thoughts. think it's necessarily like an intelligence thing. I think it's like yeah. you can't be overly critical or too self-aware. Yeah, you have to have it's no, like neuroses. no thoughts. Yeah, you have to be empty-headed. Like yeah, it's an empty-headedness, which is not like a the same as being dumb. Uh, what it's not about intelligence. It's about like having that ability to tap into like. It's almost meditative. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like clicking into yeah. your body. Like, like when they, they, when they call a acting zero. a discipline, I like really understand that. I'm like, oh yeah, like it takes mental discipline to like not let your thoughts stray to how fucking corny and crazy this is. It takes like mental discipline, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like mental. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good at like impressions and voice things. Yeah, it's not an impression, is it? <laughs> no. It, it becomes um, real. Oh, oh, hello. Come on. Who is in. it? Who is it? Who is it? Oh, oh no. Hi. This is Jaden. Biggest eyes. This is like Jayden. Emma Stone. <laughs> this is my cat, Emma Stone. Is your cat's name Emma name Stone? Cat. This is my cat, Cat Hathaway. Um, do you have cat Anne Cathaway? I have cats. No, you were asking Jared. Oh, do I? No. Yeah. Oh, somebody's calling me. Do you have any pets? I don't. I have plants. Me too. Baby. I've got plants. You had a ton I of I have them. pets too. Yeah. Yeah, I have a ton. And this this is not even like all of it. Oh, this isn't even the fucking beginning. This isn't literally this isn't even the beginning. Jose thinks that they're gonna come at night and get in his throat and kill him. Oh, that's fun. Specific. Yeah. It is. <laughs> like tentacle it's, porn. Yeah. Yeah. Vine porn. Man. Did People you, you are... just activated something in my brain for later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there are, I feel like people have been in a horny phase right now because I did a show on Wednesday night and everybody's doing horny talk. And really? I was like, no, Jesus says. <laughs> just, I'm not even at all. But You think uh, Jesus wasn't out there having sex? What? <laughs> this cat loves you so much. Yeah, they're just really not, they're really not, uh, like, they're just docile. They don't really, you like that? Um, horny comedians? Uh, no, these cats. <laughs> horny comedians are, I guess they're docile as well. But yeah, tell us more about that. Like talking about, um, yeah, because people are just like, there's, there's been no real human contact for like a year. You know, and even it's if you're so living nuts. with somebody as I am, there's also been no human contact. <laughs> you can't see. see so we're still in other. quarantine officially. Oh, but I did do something really amazing for Garrett. Um, I bought him a PS5 and to shut him up. How much do those cost? $500. Yeah. I put my shoe dreams away and uh, bought Crocs. Wow, that is love. And then <laughs> I know, but I'm like, whatever. So I just basically sold. A bunch of clothes on the real real. <laughs> oh. And then um and then I used the money to buy a PS5, but then I was like, okay, you can't just buy a PS5. Did you know that? You can't. They aren't available anywhere. That's why people are like celebrities are getting PS5s and stuff, because you like have to know somebody. But I got very lucky and I joined two separate Discords, one Reddit sub, a bunch of Twitter feeds and I like was just monitoring so I had like little an- reminders all over the house saying like oh Amazon went live with PS5 and I just got one and then it came the other day and I swear to god you guys he's never been more excited about anything he's never I thought he was gonna cry 
What does the physical PS5 look like? Wasn't that worth it? Totally worth it. It looks like a, it's like, it's like this big and it is white on the sides and it's kind of curved. Like there's curves. Mm -hmm. The the middle is black and it has like the ports and everything. It Mm -hmm. looks like a magazine, but thicker. Oh, interesting. And it's pretty, yeah, Skylar, pretty sharper image. It's a very sharper image piece of equipment. And uh, yeah, it's, he's so happy. <laughs> so I guess that's my story for today. Um, we're not doing it, but you know what? There's other things going on. Um, we are doing it. Don't, I just don't want my mom to know. Uh, I feel like I'm hosting this podcast and also doing it by myself. I am, frankly, uh, <laughs> exhausted. You guys are so tired. I feel like, yeah, it's, it's understandable. Uh, Veronica's been making self-tapes all day. Um, Jared is just polite. So. Just <laughs> Not loving that. Um, uh, is there anything before we go that you would like to maybe, I don't know, plug? Um, I'm plug on the unicorn announce. last night and a week from last night. On CBS. The unicorn on CBS. Now, is that CBS All Access? I'm writing it down. My pen. It's just regular old CBS. CBS is the unicorn. Thursdays. I think it's at 9.30. Starring. Starring. Jared, Jared Goldstein. Gold. I play the unicorn. Starring. But I'm only in three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how unicorns are. They're very elusive. Yeah, so exactly. that's the whole fucking point. Oh, I'm so excited. That's amazing. When are we going to be in Rats. a show together? We got to be in something. I know, right? Let me get you up to Vancouver. Um, is that where you are right now? No. <laughs> I'm in Los Angeles, but I shoot my show in Vancouver. And we haven't even gotten uh, picked up for season two, so I shouldn't be just throwing around guest star roles like that. Wait, you did Got get it. picked up for season two. We did? did Wasn't we? that what you were doing? Ooh. No. Do you mean season three? No, season two. We haven't filmed season two yet. So confused about your life? When did you shoot the first season? Or- well, we shot it over the course of two years because of COVID. So we oh, shot the pilot. That's what and it we was. Went to sh- and we got picked up. We shot season. And then in the middle of the season, we stopped shooting the season because of COVID. Took six months off and came back. Wow. Wasn't that's it intense. wild coming back? It was wild. Um, it was like wild in the sense that, yeah. I mean, it, it, Vancouver is amazing. And they are like pretty much they were pretty much okay like they weren't okay people had to wear masks and there was low limited limited amount of like dining and stuff but and we weren't allowed to do anything but the the work was amazing everybody was getting tested three times a day it was amazing i've never felt safer so it was great yeah i felt like i was acting on the moon yeah that's what it's like when on the moon when he filmed the unicorn. Uh, when we, yeah, when we shot the unicorn, it was the first one was in September and I hadn't worked in seven months. And it's like weird enough just being on a set, um, let alone with all these new precautions. And it was, it was really wild. And then the set, and then I came back in December when we were having like 40,000 cases a day and they, they did everything right. It was great, but it is just so freaky yeah. to be, to have to get. Cause like the, the, we got tested twice before we shot. It was like a get test on Saturday, get test on Monday, shoot on Tuesday. And then, um, me and my like scene partner, we were both negative on Saturday and he tested positive on Monday no. and they had to replace him the next day. He wasn't there. 
oh my god i am like just so yes. intense and then like it was two days of shooting and then on I the just, second yes. day that's intense on the second day they were like we're gonna test you again yeah and it's like it's great that they're doing that but it just really like it was so stressful because i was like i felt like i had already cleared this hurdle yeah and I was like, and now I have to do it again. And if I don't pass this test, I will be on the Paramount lot being sent home with COVID yeah. fired. And then what? Get into an Uber? Yeah. How do right. I get home? Exactly. Like, what do I tell my roommate? Like, oh, my, it was so stressful. You just give you, you like a just, like, trust fall. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's great. That's I didn't insane. think about those logistics and I am horrified. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, the really Uber funny. home. All, like, so all I do is think I'm such an overthinker and I'm just I'm just like waiting to leave. And I'm like, I might be in an Uber back and like yeah. not telling the Uber that like, how am I get? Oh, my God. That's yeah. so crazy. I'm just going to risk a man's life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I'm glad that everything went out went yeah. the right way and it was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, they're all they're doing great stuff. Alice has filled her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that filter is seamless. Well, it seems not seamless. There's some seams. You see the seams? Seam on. Um, seam on. So uh, watch The Unicorn. Well, this was great. And would you please do my, um, my stand-up show, Jared? I have it on Wednesday nights. I'd love to. Okay, this was sort of like an interview to do that show. <laughs> okay, I passed. You did. You passed. It's, okay, it's great. It's an hour-long discussion about Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you made the break. You made the break. Um, please follow Jared on Twitter. What's your handle? Uh, hey, Jared. Hey. Hey, Jared. Hey. He's very funny. Go see him live when we can again. Um, unless he's quitting like a lot of people in L.A. Too. <laughs> but he won't be good no. to be on my show next week and watch The Unicorn. Um, and uh, watch for Veronica and met one of the many projects that she's going to book. And may we all book. May we all book. May we all book. May we all. Uh, and we'll see you next week, you guys. See you around. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. 